0: Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Chris talks with Emily Flowers from USA Mortgage about creative marketing strategies, how to build stronger relationships with your customers, and some special ways to give back to them.
1: Welcome to the Elite Business Advice podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. In today's episode, we've got Emily Flowers with USA Mortgage back with us again, and we're not going to necessarily talk about mortgages like we did last year, Um, but we're going to talk through a little bit about some creative marketing approaches you can take, how to build stronger relationships with your customers and referral partners, uh, as well as some creative ideas we came up with to help you give back to your clients. Emily, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be back.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for coming back. And we've talked about this a lot. We have joked here before we recorded that we should just record our conversations we have. (laughs) We should. um, Because that would have pretty much taken care of this whole episode. Now we have to go (laughs) back and recreate those conversations. But um, tell us a little bit about yourself for those that uh, don't remember you from a year ago.
2: Oh, um, I've been married for 22 years. And I work with my husband.
1: Props Crazy. to you. Props L- to you.
2: Love it, but it's interesting. You guys um, make a
1: great team. <laughs> thank You're you. You're fun. Um, <laughs> and your marriage has survived it, so that's a good it thing. It
2: has. It has for seven years now. That's so, good. So um, it's good. Um, we have three kids. Yeah. Um so I have a policeman, a nursing student and a marine,
1: which is amazing.
2: And so proud of all of them, of course. Yep. Um and we are like the ultimate house party throwers. You guys
1: are. We are. Sunday nights is your Sunday night you're family the house to dinner,
2: be at. you name it. Like people in our home is our jam. I love it. For sure. I love it. So, um which is right up your uh client base alley. Yeah. Yep. Because their whole base is creating these environments to invite people into. It's
1: funny how that works.
2: Isn't that weird?
1: I love it. (laughs) I love it. So one thing I've always kind of admired about you um, that I had to bring up as we're talking through this marketing and relationship stuff is the way that you built your mortgage business. You and Steve have built your mortgage business. Um, In my opinion, it's been a lot through adding value to certain people. Um, and just serving other people well, and knowing that in turn that would over time build your business. Um, And we've talked about that in some various episodes in different ways, Um, but I would love for you to elaborate a little bit on how you've built your mortgage business through connecting with real estate agents and other people.
2: Okay, Um, I I think that making it personal is the first lesson I had to learn. Gotcha. Um, I was trying desperately to separate my personal life from my business life right. when I first got in the business. Um, now, reminder, I stayed at home for 14 years with my kids. Um, so I'm a very private person. Uh, but once I started in business, I'm like, oh, this this won't work. Right. And it's not going to work for anyone anymore. Yeah. Because when people are searching for your service, they're going to search you too. Yes and they're going to make sure that you're somebody they want in their home
1: 100%
2: and that you're somebody that they want to pay to do the job
1: right i've said before like if you <laughs> if you are running a business your personal facebook page should have nothing on it that would be a negative thing for anybody
2: nothing you you should share trust me you yeah. should share but know what to share right Um, we all know the no-nos. Yeah. We don't post about politics and religion. See, you say that we all know
1: this, right? (laughs) But I see plenty of people that clearly don't know that, but that's not the point, so.
2: I do, too. I I wish they understood how it all goes together. And today's episode is about making it all come together. Yep. um, And how we can help. Right. Right? Um, So, you know, when, when they're searching... For your business, they're also searching for you. And um, you need to think about what it is your messages that you want to share. And when we were designing our business model and we were growing our business, we knew that if we added value to our referral partners, we would eventually get more business. Because right. if we grow your business, you're You know, my business is
1: going to grow with it, is going to
2: grow. So we would help real estate agents with marketing plans and video and um, paper uh, print marketing and events, whatever it was. Right. um, In order to help them truly grow their business. And eventually our business grew, too.
1: It's funny how that works. Isn't
2: it? And then also, you know, just connecting people, you know, when, when you and I started, you know, with masterminds and everything, all we do is connect people. And somehow that all comes back to us. Right. I don't know how. (laughs) I'm not going to question it. through the universe. (laughs) It happens. It just
1: happens, right? Um, Don't ask questions. It doesn't matter.
2: But, you know, your job is to find a need and fill it. Yep. So, you know, if you know a resource or you, you know, whatever.
1: Right. Serve. I love it. I love it. Um, No, and like I said, I've always appreciated that about you guys because I know you and Steve and you guys are very genuine people and you do care about helping other people, right? Um, But there's also this side of it. You know, we've had this conversation with some clients. It's like, hey, who are the referral partners you work closely with? How can you help them with their business or with their daily activities or take pain points away from them right yes you know that's what i always tell like painting contractors i'm like if you sit down with a real estate agent like that you don't really know and you're trying to get to know them like one of your first questions should be like hey what are the three most common pain points you deal with in your business as it relates to this right yes what, what is it how can i help solve this for you And I think you guys have taken that approach and some with helping people grow their businesses. Um, And I know it's been a huge blessing to you guys. And you guys have been able to positively impact a lot of people in a great way, which is cool.
2: And we, you know, of course, we really try. And the more families that we serve, the more fun it is. Yeah. And, you know, if you're constantly thinking of what's in it for them, even your marketing pieces, if you aren't, if you're in it to tout about how great you are. Right. Right. Don't. I'm going to throw it away. Right. <laughs>
1: so. 100%. Um,
2: but if you have some tips in there to, you know, help me touch up paint before holidays, um, I'm going to keep it.
1: Yeah. And you're going to read it.
2: And I'm going to use it. And if I don't have time for it, I'm going to hire you. Exactly. To come in and do it. Exactly. Because you've thought about me. You know, if your client is getting their kitchen painted, I promise you they have more of a vision than just getting their kitchen painted. They're wanting new flooring, appliances, countertops. Yeah, you name it. Or painted cabinets, which is very popular right now. Um, And and you need to have resources and, and referral sources to give to those clients to help them complete their vision. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it's, you know, it, there's a lot to be said, building relationships with people and being that connector, Yeah. right? Um, and that's one thing I love, and Christina kind of makes fun of me about it sometimes. She's like, <laughs> you know everybody, and I'm like, yes. sorry? I was like, <laughs> actually, I'm not sorry, because one day you're going to be like, hey so-and-so needs this person and I'm like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's who you need to call. Like, and guess what? Over time she's been at work and like, hey, one of my coworkers is looking for this. And I'm like, oh, call this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who's laughing now, right? Um, but I'm glad I'm not sarcastic towards her. Um, <laughs> not but, right now. Yeah, not right now, of course. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I, I love being that piece just to help connect people. Like, there's nothing really yes. even in it for me. I just love being able to help people I know, like, and trust grow their businesses. Yes. And be that go-to person that people at least reach out to. I may not have somebody, but I'll try to connect you with somebody at least that may. So.
2: Exactly. And I, I mean listen, Steve and I get made fun of everywhere we go oh, because we can't go anywhere without knowing. Well we ran into
1: you guys at the Seward Market last year. So <laughs> yes. that's <there's> that. But <laughs> yes. Um, so what are a few common mistakes that you see people make when it comes to the marketing and relationship building mm. aspect of their business?
2: Well, there's a few that yeah, I can I think of. Like
1: you could probably come up with at least ten. I off probably the top of your
2: head. I probably could. Yeah. But uh, the the three and there's actually four. Okay. That ties in
1: okay
2: um one uh never even looking at your database or keeping a database
1: Wait, and people should have a database what i know it's
2: crazy a crm or something
1: i don't care if it's a spreadsheet i don't even care <laughs> don't if it's on care. a notebook <laughs>
2: Just have something have anything yes. with your client's information written yep. on it um so that you can reach back out to them listen they are the cheapest referrals you could ever get because you've already won them over.
1: They already like you've you. have done
2: the job. They like you. Yep. They know. They invited 250 people to their wedding. Right. So they know at least that many people that could refer you. Yeah.
1: And they probably only liked about a hundred of them, but that's okay. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Um,
2: but, I mean, that, that's a lot of opportunity. Well, it's there. one of
1: the first conversations we have with somebody that's like, hey, we're looking to grow our business and blah, blah. And I'm like, great. Do you have a database of your previous clients? And it's
2: 50-50. Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Some people do. A lot don't.
2: And what do they do with it when they do have it?
1: A lot of times nothing, but at least they have it. And okay. then we can figure out how to utilize yes. it moving forward, right? Some people do utilize it well. And, you know, so that's, I mean, it's kind of 50-50. But yeah. um, even it's it's about 50% of people even have one. And then probably another 50% of those actually utilize it.
2: And And if you thought of like, you know, three to five things you could do with your database every month. Right. You know, you'd be way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't remember the last um, painter that was reaching out to me or contractor that was reaching out to me for something, and I have no idea why these people wouldn't be knocking down my door wanting me to refer them during my refinances or – Something
1: like that. I have no idea. I think a big piece of that is that they don't know that you're the party house. So now after this episode, (laughs) they're going to know you're the party house and that you might be upgrading your house. uh, (laughs) Uh, All right. So what's number two?
2: Okay. Um, Not asking for a review or a testimonial. So I I feel like a written review or a video review or testimonial would speak volumes. You talking about yourself is one thing. Right. It's not that effective. But if Chris Moore tells somebody that I am the loan guru, that you want to talk to me about a home loan, and I'm going to lead you in the right direction and protect your finances at the same time, sold. They're they're not going anywhere else. Right. Right? Yeah. So you need other people to talk about you. You need some success stories, and you need to do it. If you can post about that on a regular basis, like we use experience.com yeah. at USA Mortgage, right? And every time somebody leaves a review, it posts to my social media. Well, if I have several closings, then a lot of people, a lot of posts yeah. will go up. <clears throat> right. I look busy, which I am busy, Right.
1: but it's I also a, look successful. It's all connected.
2: So then more people see what I'm doing and then they're right. like, oh, I need to call her.
1: Yep. Well, I think one uh, one thing whenever I have that conversation with people is I always say, get a video testimonial if you can. Yes. Because you never know how you may use that. Even if right now you're only going to use the text that they say in that. Sure. That you need to put on a, a brochure, mm-hmm. something you're putting together for your marketing or sales piece or something. But if you have the video, you can always use the text and like other pieces of it, right? Absolutely. You can have somebody make a quick testimonial video, you know, and compile it all together. Like there's, you have options, but when you only have the text, you can't create the video from the text, right? Right. So if you're able to, and the best way possible is to get some sort of a video testimonial from them and then figure out how you want to use all aspects of it, but at least have the text from it at that time.
2: Absolutely. Or if you can find a way to create a success story or, um, or something from a, a challenging situation yep. and have the client endorse that somehow. Right. Genius. Well, and I
1: think that's, you know, think through the pain points your customers deal with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and how or if they were in a situation and <clears throat> how you were the hero of the day and saved it for them.
2: But make it about them.
1: Exactly. That's the best testimonial right there.
2: That's it. Yeah. That's the perfect testimony. So easy. So, exactly. easy. so everybody it should is. just go do that. It's easier, again, if you think I'm trying to serve. Right. Then you won't make it about you even though you were the hero of the story. Yep. So that's how I see it. I like that. Anyway, the last one is assuming people will remember what you've done for them. Like people have the memory of a gnat. The,
1: <laughs> like... Are you a Ted Lasso fan? Yeah. Yes. Be a goldfish. Yes, yeah. be a
2: goldfish. A
1: lot of people are goldfishes.
2: Yes, they they definitely are. And sometimes it's a good thing. Yeah. And then other times.
1: In this case, it's not so it, good. In
2: this case, it sucks. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> no, you're right, though. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people just assume like, hey, I did such a great job. I solved this problem for somebody last year. Well, they still remember how great the experience was. No, it's been a year. No. Like, if you, if you really think that, then think back to something that happened at, your house a year ago yeah. or in your real estate transaction a year ago mm-hmm. do you remember every piece of it maybe now that you're stopping to think about it you are yeah but day-to-day no probably not
2: it, it's more like this i had somebody come and paint my house man i can't remember who it was yeah but they did i, I guess it was good i mean it, it looked right. good yeah or man my painter his name awesome. is or yeah. her name is or whatever right um, they're amazing first of all they do this they kept it clean they did they showed block. up on
1: time they called up. me back exactly
2: all those things they cleaned up and then after that I got all kinds of stuff yeah either invite invites to like an event or, or right. you know some tips or I got this all throughout the year
1: the I experience mean, is more than <laughs> just the four days you're at somebody's house, right? It is. It is. Or the 30 days in between closings or yeah, whatever. Yeah,
2: because, so. you know, they're, they're going to forget. Yeah. You know, they people love their people. mortgage person. Right. But they just can't remember her name. Yeah. Because they never heard from her again. Let's not do that. It's funny. Yeah.
1: Funny. So, so what's the fourth one then? You said there's kind of a fourth one.
2: Well, um, it's being consistent. The, and the you mean reason... doing something
1: once isn't okay <laughs> just like i'm gonna send out one email to my whole database once and then not do it again for like two more years
2: yeah i yeah. like that
1: nothing says you need work when you only send out an email once every three years
2: Mm-hmm. yeah right. <laughs> and and an email is like the laziest form right. of communication it's The
1: easiest and laziest yeah, yeah.
2: and I, i'm gonna delete it right because unless there's
1: something in it for me which is a whole different conversation again what's in on. it for me yeah
2: but if you back that up and and i see you on social media like i'll go somewhere yeah and patron a place just because i think they're doing an amazing job on instagram and not only that i will tell them right man i've been seeing you all over instagram i had to come and visit
1: yeah. i like that
2: you're doing a great job
1: so on that note I think that's one thing a lot of people struggle with. They struggle with being consistent, especially on social media, um, and following through on things. Um, and I feel like you do a pretty good job of that. I always see you on social media. Um, how do you stay consistent with it? Like, I know it takes time to develop a habit, but like, how do you make sure in your busy life between work and throwing house parties? Um, (laughs) you know, how do you, how do you find time for it? How do you make sure you stay consistent on it?
2: Well, I have a few tips.
1: Okay. I was hoping you would.
2: I do. I do have a few tips. Um, and and I'm not, like, a pro right. at this by <clears throat> any means. Right. But if I can – I know that you and I talked about p- habit partnering, yeah. like habit, habit stacking yep. before.
1: From Atomic Habits.
2: James Clare. He's Such a
1: good book. genius.
2: Um, I, and I feel like if you could stack – the habit of posting with something else that you're already doing that number one that's a great way to do it um two i think um having some pillars jeff fitzer talks yes. about his pillars His
1: three pillars of content that he
2: that he posts about all the time and uh, mine are usually something like fitness right. fun and work or family you know what if my family's around right because they're not around they're all over but um you know so just figuring out what those pillars are and really sticking to it um but not forgetting to mention work like 20 percent of the time right or finding a way to mention work without mentioning work yeah like oh man i just saw this house click um somebody did an awesome job painting this. I wonder who it was. Right. Does anybody know who painted this house?
1: Yep.
2: Give props to that person. Or um, a funny painting job
0: that maybe isn't so awesome. Yeah. But
2: it's, you know. Yeah. Um, I also think that if you can, um, like, do you do charity work? Can they help? You know, um, do you tie in a portion of what you make into the charity or can they help volunteer everybody is looking for something to help serve right. others and feel good about something yep. why don't you be the driving force um like the success story thing again yes And forming a facebook group because everybody they have to see it on their feed right if it's a group so use your resources do events, um, creative ideas with whatever you do for a living. I don't know what it is, right. but um, you know, just having maybe setting a phone reminder or a calendar thing and then just do it force yourself to be compliant to it.
1: Well, I love that you mentioned the habit stacking piece um, because you know, I think that's a good reminder that. If you take pictures and videos, it doesn't mean you have to post them right that side. No, you can post them over the next couple of days, whatever it is, right? Um, hours, days, whatever. But I know for me, I go to the fridge at least about five times a day. Okay. Um, I would say because you know, I eat perfectly proportional, like five of small meals, you do. right? Of course, that's totally <laughs> it. Um, but I realized that I've tried to, and it's not always perfect, but it's been better that if I, every time I eat a meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so at least three times a day, mm-hmm. sometimes five, other day seven, um, <laughs> if I can just remember to post on stories, on Facebook, again, listen back to the episode we did with Jeff Fitzer on social media and how to utilize those tools. But like, if I can just remember to post mm-hmm. every time I eat, that's like my habit stack. I love it. You know, and it took some time to get used to that. I'd eat lunch, and then like an hour later, like, oh crap, I didn't do it. So I'd stop and post, and mm-hmm. like, you know, and then kind of gets over time. You get used to it, but um, figure out whatever it is. Like, yeah, it's you know, utilize the tools you have and figure out a system that works for you.
2: Exactly, and and oh, you know, again, use those pillars. Yep. If you, if when in doubt, go to the pillars. Go to the pillars. Yep, they will help you.
1: So what I want to kind of talk a little bit about, and these are some of the conversations we've had, mm-hmm. is. And again, in my mind, you come up with some very creative ideas. Thank you. Um, and I think the day sitting on your back porch, we came up with a whole list of things and neither <laughs> of us wrote anything down. <laughs> Nothing. We were just having a great conversation. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, Emily, we should record this episode. And we like we kind of took some time to get all the ideas back. But um, there's two areas that I want to kind of wrap up the episode on. One okay. being customer appreciation. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is a huge piece of business. It should be a huge piece of everybody's marketing plan. It should be something that is thought out ahead of time put some intentionality with it. It can be something that can be huge events. It can be small, 10 people invite events, whether it's referral partners, anything like that. But just appreciating the referral partners, appreciating the clients, Mm -hmm. Like there's a huge part of that that will help you grow your business, but it also helps that experience, that image, right? Yes. And you should always go into it with the genuine heart of showing appreciation. And if you get something out of it, great. And if you don't, you don't, right? Sure. Um, you shouldn't ever throw events just to try to get more business. That's no. like people can sniff out when you're fake, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but so let's kind of talk through some examples <clears throat> that you know painting contractors um, or contractors in general can kind of throw and have for their clients, for their referral partners. Um, you know, different things. Do you have any ideas?
2: I I did, and and I did focus uh very solely on this Perfect. particular group of people yep. when I was thinking about it. And um, remember, that Facebook group is a great place to spill about it. Right. And invite and post pictures and things like that. Yes. Because um, we're about to have an event coming up here I soon know. as well. I'm so excited for you guys. Yes. Well, you should come.
1: I'm going to try to. Okay.
2: Um, so customer appreciation. Pinot's Palette. So, there are places where you can go and, like, sip wine, whiskey, whatever right. is your preference, and um, you can complete, like, a canvas yeah. with two people. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, they've done it as, like, a girls' night out, and they've done it as, like, a couples thing, yeah. and they've done it as whatever, but you could do it as, like,
0: that.
2: like a painting contractor, and no, I get it, it's not. Painting a house.
1: Right. But it's kind of a fun twist on it.
2: But it's got a paint theme.
1: It's kind of a fun twist. Exactly. And you can usually, most of the ones I know, at least here in the area, like you can reserve the room for a group that night mm-hmm. and invite hey. 20 people or whatever their capacity is. So Absolutely. So I like that. And that's good.
2: Yeah. So something like that. Um, there's a place in Edwardsville called Courage and Grace, but there's yeah. there's more places um, where you can um, pick a template yeah. and then paint yep. on said template and create a sign for your house i made one not too long ago on wood that said it's the most wonderful time of the year and i get it out every year at christmas and i i love it i i chose the colors i you know painted it myself and it was a fun event there we brought our own food our own drinks and made a party out of it yep cool as always i love it um an art gallery opening okay for somebody that you know, um, a house tour. Yeah. Like like they have Christmas house tours yeah. with decorations. You could do something like that. Or you could do like a people that have cool stuff painted at their house. This is true. Murals <laughs> that and other things. That either you've done or, or somebody else yep. that you know has done that you want to promote. That's cool. Um, so I'll go back to this. But what about like a Home Depot style? Remember when they used to um, – have like the kids come and make like birdhouses and yeah. stuff and they could paint them and stuff yeah. like what about an event where you had Do something, something like similar the where they could like build and paint and that's kind of cool you know like and that. either kids or, or adults Yeah. something like that and then like um Restore Decor in Edwardsville yeah. they have painting nights where they paint the furniture that's brought in to make it new and, and sellable and, and sell so. and all of that
1: that could be and cool. it's a charity right
2: get some people together you know, paint some furniture, redo something, you know, get creative and then um, pick a charity and, and help them. I like that. So those were my customer appreciation like that. ideas that were out of the box.
1: Yeah, no, and that's – we'll add more, too, if we come up with them. I'll blast them out on social media. Sure, so. sure. Um, no, I, I like those a lot. I know, you know, you've done mm-hmm. different things with the real estate agents. Thanks a lot, Like yes. That one always just cracks me up. Like it, It's, it's <laughs> such a great – play on it is. coffee, right? It and is. just, hey, come grab a coffee, right? Um, you know, if you do like to give gift cards, and this kind of ties into gifting a little bit into the next topic, but if you like to give gift cards as like a thank you, mm-hmm. like partner up with a local coffee shop or a local restaurant, right? Like if you can kind of just yes, be like, hey, you and I, like... Really, you know the owner, you really like them mm-hmm. and, and stuff, and it's a good representation of your company, like partner up with a local restaurant and make, you know, just, again, cross-promotion. Yes.
2: And we do that with our, our regular, everyday print yep. marketing, too. Yeah, And send do. out coupons with real estate agents and us and, and a local business.
1: Yeah, it's perfect.
2: And then have an event there. I yeah. mean, it, that's the easiest Connect thing it to it do.
1: Well, and I think the last thing I'll wrap up on before we hop into gifting is... You know, I mentioned, you know, like <laughs> bigger events, smaller events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know some people that do events really well. We've talked about some on the show before. And I think a big part of that is it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It like, doesn't. We just had a client in South Carolina. They had a big appreciation thing at their house in the backyard. They had like 80 clients show up. Oh, wow. Um, and it was amazing. Like, they had a great time. It was all went smooth. Mm-hmm. And But they were like, it was so much work, right? And I'm like, okay. I said, well, maybe in February you should have a happy hour and invite 10 of your referral partners to it just as a thanks and right. make some connections there, as we talked about earlier with relationship building. It can be in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. Things that are hands-off, hey, we're going to meet at this bar. we got a little side room. Exactly. You know, there's going to be 10 or 12 of us here. Or why um, don't
2: you reward those clients that are actually referring you and
1: exactly. make it smaller, make yep. it
2: like a VIP.
1: A big deal. Right. Get a suite at a blues game if you want to go crazy. Exactly. At the end of the year. I don't know if you can write off entertainment still. That's point. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about gifting, right? Apple. So, um, you know, I know we both have read the book Giftology by John Rulin, yep. local St. Louis native here. Um, fantastic book. Um, what are some neat ideas that contractors could give some of their clients throughout the year at different times of the year after a job's done? Any thoughts?
2: Okay. I do have some thoughts. Uh, I was thinking – Either homemade or bottled or yeah. jarred or whatever, um, barbecue sauce, chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, I like anything it. that you can throw on with a paintbrush. I like that. And then get them one of those kitchen yep. paint brushes. I, I have like six of them at my house for yeah. different reasons. That's perfect. different sizes. That's perfect. It is, and you can get on um, like Fiverr or Canva. Or ho- hire a college student, or a you know virtual assistant, or whatever, and have them make labels, yep. um, so that it looks like it's yours. I like that. And it's simple. It's cheap.
1: It's easy, easy to
2: do, and it's fun. And you could do it at different times of the year, yep. like February. F- Father's
1: Day would be a great time.
2: Yeah, February chocolate sauce. Father's yep. Day barbecue sauce. You know. And come up with. I like that. Different things like that. I always thought that was fun.
1: Yep, I remember that was one of the things we talked about. <laughs> it
2: was um, cookie painting kits. They have yes. these cookie painting kits at this time of the year, where um, they have like edible yeah. paint for your. Which. I mean, how fun I for know. a family, and then have them post.
1: Right, you could almost do the same thing with Easter eggs too.
2: Absolutely. Sorry Absolutely. if I still want your
1: ideas there, but no, I again, think different times of the year, you can come up with different things.
2: I love it. Um, a canvas and watercolor, and oh. then have a gallery opening for all those clients that uh, that actually participated.
1: That could be cool. That could so, be fun. I just like
2: something it. easy. Um, and then picture frames. Okay. I mean, usually when somebody gets their walls painted.
1: Fresh picture frames.
2: Fresh picture frames.
1: Or a gift certificate to go somewhere and get something framed.
2: Well, you can frame anything you want in your picture frame that you gift
1: yes took me a second to follow the bouncing ball there <laughs> but no i like that I but like you that. could it could yeah. be
2: a gift card it this could be true. um you know you found a picture of their family that yeah. you printed and put in there too yep so, or so, something so their one house.
1: thing i um have discovered and again i'm a big proponent of trying to support local small businesses right of course. but everybody loves starbucks i'm not yes. gonna lie i'm a starbucks junkie you are I, I am. Self-admitted. <laughs> guess where I'm going as soon as we're done recording after lunch? Starbucks. No, no doubt. Um, but you can actually, through Starbucks' website, you can do a co-branded gift card. to It's a Starbucks gift card, but it also has your logo on it. Nice. Pay a little bit more for it. I think it's like $7 for a $5 gift card or something. Okay. Just a little something extra.
2: It is. And and who doesn't love that? Right. And if you're truly a Starbucks yeah. goer and you've received one of these gift cards, you know you can reload it. Exactly. Exactly. So make sure they keep it.
1: That's good. Do you have any other ideas?
2: Um, I'm fresh out at the moment. You're good.
1: I didn't know how many more you had on your list. No,
2: I tried to keep it small. I mean, you can contact me at any point and I will help.
1: I love it. I love that about you and I appreciate that about (laughs) you. Of course. Um, You know, and that's one thing, you know, hopefully some of these ideas maybe even just spark some of your own ideas. Yes. Like how can you think outside the box and integrate painting into something right an event yes. a gift you know one thing that i love in that book giftology um is he talks about if you're giving somebody a gift with your logo on it it's not really a gift for them it isn't right um <laughs> and so you know with some of the things like if you're creating the label like you had said for the sauce and stuff put your logo on it that's fine that's not a big deal because the like that's yeah, not really part of the gift fun right?
2: name for the sauce that integrates
1: exactly But if I'm going to give you one of these really cool elite business advisors coffee cups we have here, I know you would appreciate it because like we're good friends, right? But (laughs) that's not a gift for you necessarily. If I got one with USA Mortgage on it or my son is a Marine or something cool (laughs) like that, then that's a gift for you because you're excited about it, right? Giving you something you're going to use every day with my logo on it isn't really a gift. It's It's just promotion. Yes. Right. So I think it's really important to think about as people are thinking about different gifts or different things you can do. If you know what their favorite sports team is, different things like that, find somebody that can do laser engraving or different things. Absolutely. And try to customize it to them because it's going to mean 10 times more than just a generic thing with your logo on it.
2: And I mean, it could be as easy as going on Etsy and getting so, something custom exactly. and that's pretty affordable. Yep.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: I mean, I, I got a gift from a client while I was doing their mortgage. That's cool. Um, And it was a Marine mom yeah. mug. Oh, that's awesome. Like coffee mug. That's awesome. And I was blown away. This thing showed up at my house and I, I, they were just, they were military themselves, not Marine. Yeah. But military that's themselves. Awesome. And they knew what I was going through. Yeah. And because uh, my son was at boot camp at the time. And I thought, well, that is the sweetest thing that's ever happened. And yeah. I use that mug all the time. And I think of them.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I still talk to them. (gasps) Shocker.
2: And I closed with them like two years ago. That's so cool. So I always check in. That's cool. Mm -hmm.
1: So um, what's one final piece of advice you'd like to leave small business owners with here as we wrap up?
2: Okay. Do what no one else is willing to do. If I received anything from a painter that painted my house, I would fall over because that has never happened ever. So if you even do one thing, it you're way ahead of the game so if you need help right obviously you reach out to one of us are the person I would reach out to um but hiring a college student or a virtual assistant or something and giving that college student beer money or hobby money is cheaper than taking your own time Uh, I'm sure that you go through the exercise where you you know you what's your time worth yep because I know exactly what how much my time is worth right um and so you, you you'd make some college kids day and they're you know posting for you and they're you know creating these events for you and kind of handling details that you have zero interest in right. handling but at least you're consistent yes. they can handle whatever I like that. and um start with three so three new things to impre- implement once you've perfected it you can expand and add one more I like that and, and you'll be amazed at uh, what you can do I like so that. so tie it into your database tie it into all the things that we've talked about pick three things
1: I love it I love it well Emily I appreciate you being here I'll put your email in the notes just in case anybody does want to reach out and pick Absolutely. your brain more I appreciate you being willing to do that um, and I appreciate you coming and chatting about this like I said I know we've had a lot of great conversations when it comes to marketing and relationships um, and uh, I appreciate you sharing your insight
2: absolutely thank you so much for having me i this is one of my favorite topics yes i know you know that i know and um unfortunately i could go on and on about it i'm actually
1: surprised we kept it where we have so it's good we did good i appreciate you (laughs) thanks thanks
0: painted podcasts are produced by the painting contractors association and is made possible by members and industry partners